the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors. Got questions concerning elder or state law? Attorney Mike Connors has the answer. He was recognized in 2020 as one of New York's top lawyers by New York Magazine and brings over 30 years' experience to the table. His office number is 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Here's Mike Connors. We are gathered here on hallowed ground. Welcome to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors. And, and if this is the first time you listen to the show, welcome aboard. This show is in two parts. Part of the show, we talk about estate planning and elder law. And the idea behind estate planning is to pass assets from one generation to the next, paying the least amount in taxes we need to pay legally, avoiding going through court, avoiding probate, and as far as elder law is concerned, trying to save assets from nursing home bills. With me today, accompanied by my son Michael behind the board, Hello, everyone. Good to hear from you. Good to be here. And recurring co-star, Nicole Donnelly. Nice to always join you guys. Okay, so we, you know, we sift through some of the questions through email and otherwise. Nicole, I think the question we landed upon today is a very good question. So can you, you know, go over for us? So we have Susanna from Brooklyn. She has a very interesting question. How many copies of a will should she sign? I'm guessing she means at one time. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is you should sign one will, one original will, not more. Because here, the, the law in New York State is this. Let's say you sign two original copies of the will or two original wills. If one of them is lost, it's presumed under New York State law that you revoke the will, both copies. Some people think, well, if I have two copies, that shows, uh, you know, in case I lose one, I have another one. No, in New York State law, if you sign two original wills, then you have to produce both of them to probate the wills. And if you lose one, it's presumed that you revoke the will. So unless you can come up with pretty solid testimony that you didn't intend to revoke the will, we, you got a problem. Neither, e- even if you do have that solid testimony, I don't even know how long it would take you know, to get through the court system. And I know some people are going to say, well, how would they know whether I sign one copy, two copies? Well, if somebody's can test your will, one of the first questions I ask, especially a non-professional witness, if there is one, how many copies of the will did you sign? Did you sign the one, the two? And you would be surprised how many times a witness will say the wrong thing. Even if there was one sign, they'll say we signed two. And, of course, right away that gives the party that's trying to probate the will a difficult burden to overcome. And they can try to rehabilitate the witnesses and do things like that. But please, only sign one original of the will. And, and part of the problem is, 
And I know some people probably think it's self-serving to say this, but these will kits are disastrous. You have no idea the language that we find in them when we're going over it. Again, guys, you'll hear it from me time and time over. Do not DIY your estate planning, okay? If you don't know what DIY means, do not do it yourself. You want to redo your bathroom, you go ahead and you do that. You'll know on the spot it's bad. When something, the water starts shooting out at you, the paint starts cracking, you will know immediately, whoops, I did something wrong. Your will, you're not going to use it and you're never actually going to use it because the people who are in the will are the ones that are going to try to use it when you're dead. There are no do-overs when you are dead. <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. But there are a lot of mistakes that we see in, in these kits. And one of the things is it's signed two original wills. You could end up not appointing the executor. And appointing executor is one of the you know, most important parts about a will. You want to put somebody in charge. You don't want chaos after you're gone. And, again, it's hard to explain all the things that go wrong. I'm flabbergasted every time I see one of these kit wills or whatever, and what what I think is a simple thing is not done. I mean, estate planning is not, it, it's not rocket science, but it's not cookie cutter either. you got to know what you're doing if you're going to do it right. And one of the things, you want to get your will done right, and you want your power of attorney to be done right. And... You know, again, just it's not simple. Will's not just a writing. You, you fill in the blanks, you put it together, and it's a valid will. No. A will is a writing that if somebody can test the will, the two witnesses will stand up and testify properly to get the will probated. And it's not as easy as you might think. Again, it's not rocket science, but it's not cookie cutter either. Now, we're going to be talking in a few minutes to Frank Melia about reverse mortgages. And reverse mortgages is sometimes very good for some some clients, let's say if they have a $800 a month Social Security and they got a million dollar plus house and they're not quite making ends meet. But one of the things, if you do a reverse mortgage, we want your house in a trust. Because one of the problems about that is you get a reverse mortgage, then the house, the deed to the house is in your name alone when you pass away. It's got to go through probate. And everybody's read the, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most of you, I think, have read some of the newspaper stories, like their newspaper story about a certain judge in Brooklyn who didn't sign a court order for 18 months. So let's say somebody died and they had a reverse mortgage, and everybody agreed on the will. And then we're not even going to talk about it if somebody disagreed. Everybody agreed on the will, and they filed the will for court and for probate. And... You know, no no problems, and for 18 months, that will sat on some judge's desk without getting signed. And that's just not to say that the will got signed on the 19th month. So think about it. You're getting reverse mortgage payments. Yeah, reverse mortgage you don't have to pay till you die, but it's due on the day you pass away, and then you, you're paying 18, 19 months of payments and interest. Before you know it, you could lose the equity in the, in the, in the house, and if... You know, they're talking about having reverse mortgages for co-ops. We'll see how that goes. But I can just imagine if you got a reverse mortgage on a co-op and you got a $400,000 co-op and you got the maintenance charges and you got the reverse mortgage fees, before you know it, you're going to end up with no equity in the co-op if you have to go through probate. I can't stress enough. Right now, probate, it's, it's horrible. It's difficult. You want to avoid probate. You don't want to have to rely on the court to process your papers. You can avoid probate by putting the assets in a trust. 
especially with real estate. We want to put a deed to the house that you own and trust. If we have a co-op, we want to put the co-op into the trust. And that's a little bit more difficult because we have to get a hold of the co-op board and get their permission. And we have, you know, it's triple the bureaucracy. Then if you just own a deed to your house, we can put the take the deed, put it into the trust within a matter of weeks. You have to go through a co-op. They call the shots. Maybe have to take, you know, a couple of months at, at the least to get the the deed switched over or the co-op stock certificate switched over uh, to a trust agreement. Nicole, are there any other questions that's come up or uh, any other do-it-yourself things that you found with mistakes? Well, funny enough, you should mention, I think you were actually with me when we saw it. We saw a little DIY trust kit that came to play where, I don't know why you guys do this, but I'm going to say it. Please read the papers that you're signing, no matter who puts them in front of you. We had some people, the language didn't make any sense. We asked them why the language didn't make any sense. They said they didn't know. They don't remember reading it. I said, oh my gosh, you're this trust that makes no sense, owns your house. Read the documents, guys. It's not rocket science like Mr. Connor says, but... As I've put it, it's definitely not simple. Right, and here's the thing. If nothing else, read read the will for the spellings of your children's names. I'm, I'm astounded sometimes. You know, sometimes you read a name, you don't know if it's right or wrong. And the parents, I mean, the, the thing for us is it's like the Irish father never knows how to spell his, his daughter's name who's married to the Italian guy. <laughs> He's going to give up on it, and he's just throw out some letters, and it could be wrong. Super common. And it might common. cause a minor problem later. Mm-hmm. That's super common, and the courts will hold us up for anything. And by us, I don't mean you guys, because, again, if we're using your will, you are not here to envision or see it played through. But the court will say no every chance they can. So if the name is misspelled and we can't somehow get it all together to prove that that's what you meant, that will cause holdup. Eventually it will go through, but why cause holdup when it can be avoided? And if you want to schedule any appointments uh, to do estate planning, you can give us a call at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. We don't charge for the first consultation. The initial consultation is free on estate planning and elder law. And almost everything we do as far as estate planning is on a flat fee basis. You know, you got 20 properties and you you may want to put in the trust. We may charge by the hour in that case. But assume you got one or two, three houses. You know you want to put it in the trust. You're giving it to kids. Uh, everything we do in, in those things are on a flat fee basis. We do not charge by the hour. So you come in, we'll give you an estimate. You'll know how much it will cost to do it. And, and if you ask me, I'll tell you what the benefits are, how much money you might save in taxes. And I see people all the time, they just put somebody else's name on the deeds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes they give away 50% of millions of dollars and not file a gift tax return, not document any of the transaction. And, you know, I guess, you know, how many times, Nicole, if you've seen like a corporate book or an LLC book, how many times do people fill them out? Almost never. And in some cases, you have $10 million, $20 million worth of real estate in a limited liability company. And as far as the papers are concerned, you're not sure who owns it. 
that's scary. People go around and they think they own it. And I say, well, what is what does your operating agreement say? What does your shareholders agreement say? And they go, what do you mean? I don't have one. I say, oh, my gosh. How do, so how do we know what happens if you're not here? Nobody thinks about when they're not here. And just to point out Mr. Connors' point earlier, remember, guys, it's never too late to change what you've done. As long as you're still here, there's a fix to everything. Once you're gone, that's a little bit trickier. Right. So anyway, we need to take a short break. And after the break, we're going to be talking to Frank Miller about reverse mortgages. Thank you for listening to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors, company now Cole Donnelly. Always a pleasure. My son, Michael. Thanks for joining us. The Gill for Exceptional Children, or GEC, has been providing excellent care to children and adults with developmental disabilities since 1958. It is our mission to help build better lives and brighter futures for the people in our care. We serve nearly 1,000 individuals each day and are proud that 90 cents of every dollar is used for actual services. Please visit www.gecbklyn.org or call 718-833-6633 to learn more. Do you have somewhere to sleep? Did you eat today? Are you making ends meet? For thousands of New Yorkers, the answer is no. For children and youth, adults, seniors, people struggling with addiction or mental illness, and for the isolated, Catholic Charities of Brooklyn and Queens is there. With 160 programs and more than 4,500 units of affordable housing, Catholic Charities is one of the largest multi-service charitable organizations in the nation. We help change lives and build communities. If you or someone you know needs assistance, call 718-722-6001 or visit CCB. Welcome back to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors. And, and, you know, one of the things in our practice we get questions about fairly often is a reverse mortgage. What is a reverse mortgage? Should I get a reverse mortgage? And we we decided to bring the expert on reverse mortgages into the show today, Frank Millier. Welcome to Connors Corner. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you? Okay. First, give us a little bit of your background, and then we'll start talking about reverse mortgages. I first started in the financial services industry uh, right out of college uh, about 30 years ago, and I was on Wall Street for 10 years. Um, I was a financial advisor, and I worked with a lot of senior homeowners uh, regarding their retirement. Uh, That led me uh, into um, uh, working at a a national federal bank uh, after my 10 years on Wall Street. Um, I enjoyed helping retirees uh, and people aging. Uh, with their retirements, and it took me right into banking. And for the last 22 years, I have been in retail mortgage banking. Uh, presently, I'm at Quantic Bank as a vice president of lending, and we help a lot of families age in place, and uh, we have a lot of unique mortgage programs at our bank. Okay, now, reverse mortgage, that's what we're going to start with. What is a reverse mortgage? And, of course, some of the questions people think that if you do a reverse mortgage, the bank owns you ha- your house. You don't own your house anymore. Absolutely, Mike. There are so many misconceptions that I hear about daily with reverse mortgages, and I attribute that to, um, you know, the, the program's been around since the 80s, um, but a lot of uh, people are, are just, just have misconceptions on how the loan works. Uh, the government never owns your property. Uh, the property is always held um, how it is presently. It could be, you know, husband and wife uh, with joint tenants. It could be in a life estate. Um, it could be in a trust. Our bank specializes in trust reverse mortgages. Um, so the property always stays um, with the way the title reads presently. 
Um, so no one has to really change the title. Like some people think they have to change the title um, or that the government, like you said, would own the property. Um, but the program itself, like I said, it's been around uh, since the Reagan administration. Uh, it didn't get a lot of um, use in the 80s and 90s. I attribute that to the, the home values around the country. They weren't, you know, they were, they were lower than they are today, obviously, um, and no one really uh, knew about the program. Uh, once the TV commercial started to hit in the, like, late 90s, early 2000s, um, that's when I first started using the reverse mortgage program to help my clients. Um, it started to get a lot of traction. It's changed a lot over the years. Um, and, you know, for your listeners, just to recap how the program works, um, the uh, youngest homeowner has to be age 62. Outside of New York, uh, we can go now as low as 55 years of age. Um, but in New York, one of the owners, uh, at least the youngest owner, has to be at least age 62. And the way the program works is the uh, the loan amounts or the amounts that the family has access to is based on the market value of the property, uh, which right now, obviously, the market's um, pretty crazy right now and values are up tremendously uh, the last few years, uh, the age of the youngest borrower, and the present interest rates. Uh, rates are still low, uh, but they've been ticking up a little bit over the last month. Once the amount is determined... Uh, the family can access it many different ways. Uh, some families, uh, you know, want a lump sum where they want to just take the money up front because they need to invest it or they need to pay off something. Or they can take a line of credit and they can draw from it monthly, you know, to pay the bills. Um, we do specialize in a lot of uh, helping a lot of families that have uh, transferred their home into a Medicaid Asset Protection Trust. Um, so if that's the case for any of your listeners, um, all loan proceeds will go into a trust checking account, and then the trustees uh, will control that account uh, based on the trust and for the benefit usually of their parents or of the grantors. There's no required monthly payments on a reverse mortgage, so that's the, the main difference between, between a traditional mortgage and a reverse mortgage. Interest does accrue. Uh, from the day that you take the money until you pay it back. Um, there's just no monthly payment. Uh, we do have a lot of families that make monthly payments, and I want your listeners to understand that there is no uh, prepayment penalty. Uh, so families uh, are starting to pay interest. They can pay, pay interest plus principal if they choose to. Um, but remember that they do not have to make any monthly payments if they choose. The only two things they have to do is pay their real estate taxes on time, like they've been doing now, and pay and maintain uh, the homeowner's insurance on the property. Um, and, you know, I just want to bring it up. Some, you know, some people come in and they say, why don't I just take a regular home equity line of credit? The closing costs are a lot cheaper than a reverse mortgage. But the thing is, if you don't make the payments, you could, you will lose your house if you don't make, make the payments. You won't on a reverse mortgage. Correct, Mike. And, and we, we offer, you know, and banks offer home equity lines of credit. So when we first speak with a family, we'll go over all of the different loan options. But you hit it right on the head, Mike. Um, if, you know, the average person that we help is a widow or a widower uh, that just recently lost their spouse, um, you know, might be in a million-plus home in the New York area or, 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 you know, a home anywhere in the United States for a couple hundred thousand, 
um, and they've just lost their spouse's income. They might have lost their pension, or they might have lost, you know, they've lost some Social Security income. Um, if the home equity line of credit works, I agree it's a, it's a program that could be a little bit cheaper up front. But like you said, Mike, um, usually our income doesn't increase as we age. Um, so if someone's on fixed income, the reverse mortgage, it's a line of credit. So I want your viewers, you know, your listeners to understand that it, it works similar to a home equity loan. Um, the closing costs are a little different. Uh, the way you qualify is a little bit different. Um, but you do draw from it, you know, from the line of credit, you know, to pay the monthly bills and to age safely in place. Yeah, and what? Can you give an example? Let's let's say there's a 75 year old person. Um, they have a million dollar house. What can they expect? What could they get out of reverse mortgage? How much money, roughly? Uh, approximately 55, 60 percent of that million dollar home value will be uh, the loan amount, which will be the amount accessible by the family. Uh, as of 2022, uh, the government raised uh, the, what's called the max claim amount or the maximum uh, home value for the program. So it's now 970800 So that means every uh, dollar above that does not count towards the equation. So with a million-dollar home, 75-year-old, we'll get about 60%, I'd say 55 60% of, of the million dollars. And then uh, they'll have access to most of it in the first 12 months. And then the government gives them access to the rest of it after 12 months. And uh, there's no limitations on what they can do with the money. It's not a taxable event. It's a mortgage which will be paid back. Um, and the, uh, you know, the, the family that, uh, you know, use the, the families that use these programs, um, I find from experience is, uh, you know, for home health care, uh, for the cost of medication, uh, to, to age safely in place, maybe do some renovations on the home and do some home improvements. Those are the main reasons uh, why families, you know, look into this program. Now, if if the parent passes away, the parent will say, assume the parent owns the house and gets the mortgage. What what do the children have to do at that point? Uh, the loan becomes due when all the borrowers have passed. So, you know, let's assume uh, all, all both parents have passed at this point. Uh, the children will get a, a package from us, uh, you know, sorry for their loss. And uh, they really just need to communicate with the lender that they're working with within the first 60 to 90 days and just let the lender know what your intentions are. I mean, it comes down to two basic options. Uh, families are either going to sell the house, pay off the loan balance, and keep the proceeds. Or occasionally, I've seen some families keep the property because it's a good rental property, um, and they can come up with their own mortgage. So the heirs would go to a bank, get a 30-year fixed mortgage or a mortgage that they would qualify for, and they would just have to pay off the lien balance you know, with the existing bank. And if somebody wants to find out, if, if, if somebody wants to learn more about reverse mortgages, how do they contact you and, and how do you work your, your arrangements? Uh, we will meet with uh, local families if they choose to. Obviously, with COVID, things have changed, uh, but families are starting to feel more comfortable. So we can meet face-to-face -face with local families. Uh, we do a lot with FedEx, uh, and we do a lot with Zoom calls. Um, everyone or anyone that would like to speak further or get any more information can reach me directly, um, toll-free at 888-954-7463. Once again, that was 888 954 7463. 
uh, I'll answer the phone, and uh, we'll get you information as soon as possible. Frank, there's another problem. I wouldn't call it a problem, but an event that keeps happening. Somebody put their assets, their house, in an irrevocable trust a few years back. Now circumstances have changed. They want to get a, a loan to refinance for whatever reason, and some banks say, well, we do not give a loan on an irrevocable trust. How does Quantic Bank deal with that situation? About eight years ago, um, when I joined Quantic Bank uh, with my team, um, we sat down with our CEO, and uh, he's a forward-thinking CEO, and uh, we, we expressed the, to the CEO and in our, in our board um, that we work with a lot of attorneys and, and the families that they serve, and Quantic Bank launched um, some trust-friendly mortgage programs. Um, banks historically just do not lend uh, to properties that are held in irrevocable trusts. Um, it's not in the traditional bank guidelines. Uh, a living trust or a revocable trust is a different story, uh, but an irrevocable trust um, just doesn't um, get approval uh, from most banks, if not all. So when we first started doing this about eight years ago, uh, we now offer 30-year uh, fixed-rate mortgages as well as 30-year fixed-rate mortgages. Um, as well as the, the reverse mortgage line of credit. So when a family um, does some Medicaid protection planning and moves their property or properties into a trust, a Medicaid asset protection trust, they now have options. You know, my goal and my mission is to educate as many homeowners as well as professionals to know that we have these programs. Um, and, you know, families can now keep their parents in their home. They can age in place safely. Uh, and we get very creative with these loans, Mike. On the reverse mortgage, it's like I just went over previously. You know, mom and dad are the borrowers or mom or dad, whoever's, you know, still with us. Um, but if a family wants to look at a 30-year mortgage for an irrevocable trust, I can use uh, grantors, trustees, beneficiaries, even spouses of uh, any of those individuals we can use to qualify for the loan. Um, so we have numerous options now. Uh, and we, I feel good about that because, you know, we've, we've sat down with our board and we've, you know, we've gotten them to approve some of these loans. Uh, you know, so families all throughout the country, you know, have more access to equity um, when they have the house in a trust. Do you have any, have there been any changes in the reverse loan program in the last year or so? New York State actually um, passed a, a co-op bill, which would allow... Um, banks to issue reverse mortgages to cooperative properties, which are basically in the New York area. Uh, but recently, um, the governor added some provisions to the approval, which is deterring banks from entering that space, in my opinion. It had to do with putting up lines of credit and putting up certain amounts of assets per loan. Uh, so I hope that gets all worked out because uh, a lot of advocates in the New York tri-state uh, tri area have been advocating to see if we can get co-ops approved. So we may see that approved, if not this year, I believe in the next year or two. Um, but besides that, like I said, the government raised uh, the, 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 the lending limit to $970,800. Um, but besides that, no. There's still income qualification. There's credit qualification. Uh, so it's a much safer program today than it was 10 years ago. You know, any final thoughts you want to leave with our listeners? 
Um, the only thing I'd like to say is, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've sat down with thousands of families. And in my personal opinion, COVID and, uh, and, 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 and what's going on in this country has changed a lot of families' opinions about where they want their parents to age in place or where they want their parents to live, as well as the parents, you know, maybe, you know, changing where they live with the children. So what I'm saying is I'm seeing a lot of families uh, look for financing to uh, do dormers and extensions and build out properties, you know, so either the children can move in with them or the parents can sell their property and move in with the children. Um, so don't hesitate. You know, reach out to any local bank. We'd love to help every family, but reach out to local banks. Reach out to anyone that specializes in working with our senior population. Um, and don't feel like you're limited uh, to where you can live or where you can age in place. You know, people have changed their attitude um, with what's going on with COVID. Um, and uh, there are options. So, um, you know, our bank can help. Um, and hopefully other banks can help as well. Listen, the situation is better than it was, you know, nearly two years ago. But believe me, if possible, we do want to keep our relatives out of a nursing home. We do want to make some yeah. kind of arrangements where we can stay at home if possible. Absolutely, Mike. And that's where firms like yours come into play. Uh, you know, you guys help many, many families uh, throughout the years uh, with, you know, putting all their assets in order. Um, and then, like you said earlier, you know, they'll go down to their local bank and the local bank will say, ah, we can't help you because you have an irrevocable trust if the family chose that type of planning. Um, but they do have options now. They have uh, some options with Quantic Bank and my division here at the bank. And uh, we're, we're here to help as many families uh, that need our help. And Frank, one last time as we're signing off, can you give, uh, can you give the audience your contact information again? Absolutely. You can reach me directly at 888-954-7463. Once again, that's 888-954-7463. Frank Milia, Quantic Bank, thank you for being on Ask Lori with Mike Connors. We always appreciate have you. A, have a great day, Mike. All right. If you're a homeowner age 62 or older and are finding it hard to pay off debt, or how about enjoying your retirement years with less stress? A government-insured reverse mortgage may be the answer or might be the perfect solution for you and your family. Hi, this is Frank Melia, a certified mortgage planner. I've been a mortgage specialist for over 20 years, and I've helped countless homeowners all over the tri-state area tap into a little or a lot of their home equity so they can use it right now. This past October, the federal government made changes to the reverse mortgage loan program. Give me a call now so our office can show you how these changes affect how much money you receive and how the annual mortgage insurance costs have decreased. My job is to help you find the best solutions for your retirement goals. I do this by educating homeowners with straightforward information and answers. It's free to call and speak with me, Frank Melia, to determine if this FHA program might be able to help you and your loved ones now. Call and speak with me right now. I'll answer your questions and help you decide if a reverse mortgage is right for you and your family. Make the call now, 888-943-2646, or try me on the internet at www.quanticbank.com backslash fmelia. Once again, call 888-943-2646, and you could be on your way to a stress-free retirement. Frank Melia, NMLS number 62591. All loans provided by Quantic Bank, NMLS number 403503. 
How can I protect my family if something happens to me? What if I need to go to a nursing home? What will happen to our savings, our home? What's the best way to give my home to my kids? Who will help us take care of Grandpa? These and many other questions can be answered with a phone call to Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, one of New York Magazine's top lawyers, has over 30 years of estate planning and elder law experience. Mike and his team of professionals will help you protect your assets from probate, taxes, and nursing home costs so you can have peace of mind knowing you and your family will be taken care of and protected. I'm Mike Connors, founder of Connors & Sullivan. People don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. The time to plan is now. I'm Beth Connors. Call today for a free initial consultation with one of our experienced lawyers. Connors and Sullivan in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500 or connorsandsullivan.com. Welcome back to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors, now accompanied by my wife, Beth. Hello, everybody. And my son, Michael. Hello, everyone. Now, earlier today, now we do tape the show at different times, but earlier today we did a seminar at St. Francis of Assisi Church on West 31st Street. And, you know, I know a lot of you guys have been very generous to that church. You know, we've had a lot of our clients who give money to the Franciscan Breadline, the Franciscan Mission, the uh, St. Anthony's Food for the Poor, and so forth, based out of, you know, West 31st Street in Manhattan. We did a seminar today. And I just want to mention something. If you know, we, we haven't been doing as many seminars as we've had in the past, you know, especially our own, because different things. COVID is number one. Sometimes COVID, it seems like nobody shows up. And then every once in a while, a, a little bit of bad weather and people don't come out. And we've never usually did a lot of seminars during the winter. But if you have a not for profit group or a senior citizens group or a um, community group or whatever, if you want us to do a seminar, don't be afraid. Give us a call. Uh, try to give us ordinarily like a month's notice, but we'll go. Our, call Donna at her office, and she's going to yell at me now for this, <laughs> but give Donna a call at her office at 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. So we'll speak. We can go for 20 minutes. We can go for 40 minutes. We can go for a full hour, maybe a little bit longer. You choose the time, tell us what you want us to talk about, and we'll accommodate you the best we can. But give us a call. You know, we'll go anywhere in the city um, and, and to talk about estate planning and elder law. And every time, like today, we had a very good group and, and a bunch of questions. Good questions. Yes, very good questions and a good group. And St. Francis of Assisi is a, a good place. We've had priests on there from, from before, um, you know, thanking us for some of thanking us for what some of our clients have done in making substantial gifts to the church and to the their mission. And uh, speaking of St. Francis, some of you have been asking constantly, I mean, every day I get asked, what's up with Father Paul? Where is he? Have you spoken to him? So forth and so on. So, Beth, you have a little bit of news there. Well, he is supposed to be coming in this Monday. Um, so prayers, let's hope he can get a flight out and get back to us, and then we'll have him on, and we'll all find out. I, I know it's very bad over there, so but we'll all find out what's going on. And um, like I say, always, well, we keep everyone in our prayers, all of y'all. I love y'all so much. And the seminar of this morning was so nice. These are my favorite seminars because it's people that are in the same neighborhood, and they know each other, 
And it's just, it's cozy and nice and it's not so scary. Sometimes when you talk about legal stuff, it's sad or scary. Yeah, and again, Father Paul, St. Francis in Beirut, thank you for all. The, you know, the, the, the checks have been coming in, and, and I really appreciate it. I know he's going to appreciate one when we tell him, um, because he appreciates everything, every little gesture. So, again, we'll hope to have Father Paul on uh, in a couple of weeks. If he comes back Monday, maybe a week from Monday, we'll try to have him on. And for those of you who don't know who he is, he's a Capuchin friar, which is a— um, and, and this gets confusing to some of our non-Catholic friends, even to some of our Catholic friends. It's confusing They're different to me. Franciscan orders or whatever, you know. So the the Saint Francis Fry, the Franciscan friars that are on West Thirty First Street, are not the Capuchin friars. Are Franciscans. they gray, brown? No, and they're also the gray friars and the whatever. So there are a lot of different Franciscans have. They don't go through reformations. They just split up when they have a disagreement. <laughs> the old Protestant way. But they all no. But they. <laughs> But but they all do good work, and I Protestants do too. Yeah, well, but you know they all do good work, and you know, like for instance, I was even the I was educated by Franciscan friars of Brooklyn. Not that I knew that Saint Francis went to Brooklyn, but apparently he must have way back when. So the Saint Franciscan friars of Brooklyn. Um, so we'll be talking to Father Paul in the next week or two, a uh, couple of weeks, I guess. Also, there was a very interesting event that we attended a few days ago. Um, Legatus, some of you know something about Legatus. And we the guest speaker was Eric Metaxas. And you can hear Eric on this station at 10 or 11 o'clock each night. I think his schedule varies slightly depending they keep moving around. But he's a very thoughtful guy. And, you know, he spoke about really... In, t- in some respects, trying to do the right thing, like being at the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast and standing up for life. And, you know, it's not that easy if you're in the public square to, you know, receive the slings and arrows of the popular culture. And it's it's not an easy thing to do, and Eric does it. Well, he and his wife both are big with the right to life and... um when he was the main speaker at the Catholic at the um, the prayer breakfast in um, Washington that year, um, President Obama was there, and um, it was not, you know, he before he, he said prayers before he went because it would not be the thing during the Obama presidency to stand up and talk about the right right to life, but um, he did. And um, sometimes the whole, what I got mostly from the dinner was, if you know something is right, you've got to talk about it. You've got to say what's right. Um, You do what's right and say what's right. And um, it was a prayerful, lovely dinner. Okay. Now, you know, part of what was talking about, he referenced Mother Teresa, that she was at the uh, National Prayer Breakfast. Now, we go to the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast, but this is a different one. Um, but Mother Teresa stood out, and of course that reminded me that Mother Teresa became famous because a journalist by the name of Malcolm Muggeridge did a documentary about the work of Mother Teresa, and Malcolm Muggeridge was a journalist who was in the Soviet Union during the early 1930s, and at first he was sympathetic to communism. You know, he didn't really know much at the time, 
and he went to the Soviet Union, and he found out some of the horrors of the Soviet Union when he was there, and that's eventually led to his turning away from communism, embracing Christianity, and then toward the end of his life becoming Catholic and championing the, you know, Mother Teresa and other right to life figures. But in that, there's there's a movie that we had referenced by Eric Metaxas about Garrett Jones. And Mr. Jones is the name of the movie. Right, and it's about a newspaper reporter who again seems sympathetic to socialism and communism at the beginning of the movie, and he goes to the Soviet Union to try to interview Stalin in the 1930s, and from acquaintance of his, he hears that there are horrors going on in the Ukraine. So he jumps a train, goes to the Ukraine, and sees horrible things, people starved to death, cannibalism, um, well, the, see, he was a journalist, but also he was Welch, and he was working with um, Lloyd George. He got to, he followed the lead for this fellow, a fellow journalist, when he gets to um, Moscow, the young man that t- was telling him about it was that di- was dead, and he had been murdered by Stalin's people. Um yeah, and then, like I said, it's an it's incredible story, and of course it was covered up, and Walter Durante of the New York Times was the main person who covered it up. He was considered to be, you know, our man in Moscow, and when Garrett Jones made his report, uh, he said, oh, it was BS in effect, and it was... Durante did. Yeah, and, you know, I remember Malcolm Muggeridge saying that... Um, Durante was one of the most evil men that he had ever met. And again, he was a reporter then. He, at the same time, he smuggles out some reports of his own. All reports from the Soviet Union had to go through a central agency to be approved. But what Malcolm Muggeridge did, he put in some reports and he sent them out through diplomatic couriers through the British consulate. And his reports came out and bolstered, although this is not in the movie, he kind of bolstered Garrett Jones's reporting so that it gave him more credibility and he was the Hearst newspapers backed up Garrett Jones while the New York Times in effect said that Joe Stalin wasn't doing anything wrong in the Soviet Union in the last 30 years and Walter Durante received a Pulitzer Prize for that which we had another speaker a couple of speakers on that that Pulitzer Prize should be taken back because it was complete lies and they're saying well it wasn't done with malice how could it not have been with malice now that awful um Gareth Jones was a young man, and he did not survive the war. Um, he was on another assignment in um, Inner Mongolia, and people believe that Stalin sent his henchmen to, to kill him, and he was he was kidnapped and killed. Unfortunately, Malcolm Muggeridge lived to be an old age. I think he will live to be 87 or so in England. So, you know, he survived that, and he was a little bit more diplomatic than Gareth Jones. Again, he smuggled his... Uh, reports out anonymously through diplomatic couriers or whatever. So, But, I mean, it, it, it's an interesting time in history, and what the Ukrainian people went through back then is, and, you know, maybe we should go through some of our old interviews that we have and, and repeat the stories of the Holodomor. Be, because right now, I don't know what's going to happen in Ukraine, and we don't like to talk about current affairs dramatically because we do tape the show, and we could be saying something now that by the time we play is out of date. But at the same time, let's let's pray for the Ukraine. Um, they've been through enough in the history of man, and and 
you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not somebody who believes that we should fight a war at the drop of a hat. We, we're not, we can't afford to fight every battle in every part of the world. But let's, at the same time, we have to give some support to the Ukraine. And our prayers are with the people in Ukraine. And, and those of you know our office, we've had a lot of employees over the years who were born in the Ukraine. And some of them have, of course, different political opinions or whatever. But, you know, our prayers are with the Ukraine. And, you know, I don't know what else to say about that. And, you know, on a sad note, one of our guests who was on a few years ago. Oh, yeah. P.G. O'Rourke died. How old, Michael, how old was P.G. O'Rourke? Do you know? Uh, hold on one moment. I will find that. He, uh, I mean, he was a satirist. Is that yes. what you, and I loved his work because, you know, a, a good satirist nails, <laughs> nails people in the best way. I mean, I wish, I wish more people could laugh at themselves today on, on all sides of politics. He was 74. 74. Yeah. I thought, you know, pretty close in age because I know he, uh, Kind of avoided the draft in Vietnam, and we talked about that when he was on the show because I guess I took his place, and that was the joke. <laughs> uh, well, Michael, you've read some of his stuff. What What was your favorite P.G. O'Rourke? Oh, good grief! Uh, well, my favorite book was "Give War a Chance," okay. and I think there's okay. some of the greatest quotes in that book. It's a compilation of of different stories, and you know, he talks about Nicaragua, and I've in the last couple of days, I've spent a few people, talked to a few people from Nicaragua. The, one of our At clients came in yesterday, dinner. and one of our clients came in yesterday, okay. and he says it's occasionally they get good government for a while, non-Marxist government, things get better, and things are going along fine, and all of a sudden the Marxists come back, and the whole country gets screwed up all over again. Um, he, you know, he says he doesn't know what's his fellow countrymen. He doesn't know what's wrong with them, what gets into their minds. But then again, we can say, what about the United States of America? What What's gotten into us? Yeah. Well, I sit here and go, I mean, my favorite quote from that, which I always think about, he goes through all the things about the Kennedys. And this Kennedy did this, and it was like, no sense of consequences. Isn't that the truth? No sense of consequences. I mean, one one quote that I've pulled up, and I know I know this isn't the one you were looking for, Dad, but this is a good one too. The minute somebody joins a committee, they immediately suffer from committee brain. They become wildly over enthusiastic, over optimistic, over pessimistic. Committees turn people into idiots, and politics is a committee. Very good. All right. Well, rest Very in peace, P.J. O'Rourke. I know. He became a real anti-Trumper. I don't understand that, but let him rest in peace. I mean, he did he did contribute an awful lot to political debate during the 80s and the 90s going on. So rest in peace, P.J. O'Rourke. He's got a great body of work behind him. If you haven't read Give War a Chance, read it, Parliament of Whores. Travels. I forget his book on travels. CEO of the sofa. CEO of the sofa. <laughs> they're you know they're all you know good interesting reads. I you know even his his philosophy his basic philosophy I think stands up over time. Um, again, I don't know what happened where he became so anti-Trump. He married a young whippersnapper who was liberal. No, oh, that shouldn't turn you in, but. All right. That happens sometimes. Well, again, if you have any <laughs> questions about estate planning and elder law, 
Don't forget, give us a call at 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. You can come into any one of our offices. We have offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and Manhattan. We don't charge for the initial consultation. The first consultation is free on anything about estate planning. Most of our estate planning is done on a flat fee basis. We don't charge by the hour. You come in. We tell you how much it's going to cost for you to complete your plan. You got to tell me what you want, what your goal is. And, of course, I may suggest another goal, you know, in the, in the meanwhile there, the, because maybe you're afraid of taxes and maybe you shouldn't be afraid of taxes, but you should be afraid of nursing home bills. So I'll f- try to I'll recommend a plan for you based on my experience. I've been doing it for more than 40 years now. And come in, we'll talk it over, and we'll try to make a plan for you. And then you'll know how much it would cost you to do it, how much to carry it out. So give us a call at 718-238-6500. And then if you have any questions about reverse mortgages or whatever, don't forget to give Frank Meal a call. He's been advertising on our show since the beginning of it, which is more than 10 years now. We've been on the air more than 10 years. It's hard to believe. But that's where we are. Well, listen, thank you for listening to Ask the Lawyer. Same times and places next week, God willing. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. How can I protect my family if something happens to me? What if I need to go to a nursing home? What will happen to our savings, our home? What's the best way to give my home to my kids? Who will help us take care of Grandpa? These and many other questions can be answered with a phone call to Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, one of New York Magazine's top lawyers, has over 30 years of estate planning and elder law experience. Mike and his team of professionals will help you protect your assets from probate, taxes, and nursing home costs so you can have peace of mind knowing you and your family will be taken care of and protected. I'm Mike Connors, founder of Connors & Sullivan. People don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. The time to plan is now. I'm Beth Connors. Call today for a free initial consultation with one of our experienced lawyers. Connors and Sullivan in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or connorsandsullivan.com. Do you know how many Christians live in the Middle East? Six million people. Do you know how many Christians need your help? Every single one. Do you know what we can do? With St. Francis in Beirut, we can give them hope. We can give them medicines. We can give them medical equipment. We can give them everything they're looking for. Because some others decided to remove Christianity from the Middle East. But if we will help them every single day, not just to feed them or clothing, it's all about giving them another day with the idea that they are recognized that we love them, there are cousins, sisters, there are roots. So, St. Francis in Beirut, it's all about helping Christians. And you can be part of that help too. If you want to help Father Paul in his mission, send your donations to St. Francis in Beirut, 213 Stanton Street, New York, New York, 10002.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Are you or your parents' assets protected from nursing home bills? Did you know these bills can exceed $15,000 a month? People work their entire lives to live comfortably in retirement, but when people become ill and need to go to a nursing home or receive home care, the bills can drain their assets, leaving many people bankrupt. The good news is that you can prevent that from happening if you plan in advance. Connors and Sullivan's lawyers can customize a plan that specifically protects your interests, including your home. Schedule a free comprehensive telephone consultation with Mike Connors to discuss your issues and concerns from the security of your home. Call today, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Don't let nursing home bills take your life's savings and leave you and your loved ones bankrupt. Don't wait another minute. Mike Connors can take you through the process by telephone and start a plan designed for you today. That's 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. The preceding pre-recorded program paid for by Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.